is this old? Sounds old, man. Super old, okay. No. Jamie Foxx did make some good music, but I, I, I talked to him one time, and he said that the... Um, and I don't know how, I don't know if this is still true, but he was like, yeah, the entertainment industry's dead. But this is like three, four years ago, so I don't know. Uh, he's an amazing performer. He's an amazing actor. He's a, a, a great guy. Um, and I hope we, maybe we'll get some music again. You know, some good R&B music. Yeah, I loved him <clears throat> as a performer. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, I say loved him like he died. <laughs> I loved him. It is uh, Monday, and this is Don Amici versus Everybody with Kristen Chiara. A lot of stuff to get to today, oh, but yeah. uh, how are you guys doing? Was it a great weekend? Uh, I, uh, for me, it, it was a very productive oh. weekend. Uh, I did have to say goodbye to a very good friend of mine. I had to, oh. I, I was thinking of Kiara while well, I did it. I set some boundaries and I said, please don't call me. I'm not ready to continue our friendship yet. Wow. Let me, give me some time to think about this oh. because I feel like as a friend, he was taking advantage of my kindness. You know what I mean? That's oh. so sad. Yeah. So we, sometimes we have to let people go. And it's sad because I've known him for like a long time. How did he respond? He was very hurt. Oh. Yeah. But when you have a friend who doesn't say, hey, how was your day today? And they go straight into it like, let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you my problems. That really sets the tone. It's just emotionally exhausting. I do not have space for emotionally exhausting people. Yeah. If you do have space, more power to you. Yeah, can't do it. So, but very productive. Why are you... <laughs> <laughs> Giving all these songs. This is the end of the road. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Don just has a library for our lives. I just know. ready yeah. to pull up at any time. <laughs> this is you crying, you know. You're like, I gotta let you go. You know? Come on now. Although we've come to the end of the road. Bye, Krista's friend. <laughs> He's really gonna miss you. The years were fun while they, they lasted. They were fun. But you are not the friend I need in my life. Right? Not anymore. That is hard. But uh, my daughter's like, you took, it's going to last all of two or three days. And you're going to be... Because this, this this guy was like one of these guys where... It was like a, talking to a girl where we gossiped about a lot of stuff. But it just started to turn a little bit more one-sided. Mm, well, yeah. I was on every dating app you could possibly think of this weekend. And let me tell you something. It is the wild, wild west out there. Wow. What share. did you find? I, share. No, Details. No, I'm, no, it's just it's very interesting. And you women have moves on these dating apps. Like what? Well, when you don't want to talk to a guy, when you want to curve a guy, you're like, all right, I'm about to go to sleep. Oh, that, that was a, that was a common theme. And then or I, what, what time was it, though? If it was late, maybe it people... wasn't that late. One girl got mad at me because I didn't call her. And, she, and then when I called her, she was like, I'm asleep. What time did, did, she, did you call her? I don't know. I unmatched so fast. It was hilarious. I mean, was it 1 a.m.? No, it wasn't. Well, she got mad because I, I said I was going to call and I didn't call and I called the next day. But it was late. So. Yeah. I don't like being called real late either. It feels like a booty call. I, that's what I think she wanted, but she wanted it the other night. Are you sure that's what she wanted? I mean, listen here. There's a rhythm to this online dating stuff, which, by the way, I'm I'm done with. You know, it was. Online. I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> I said last week you're gonna do this for a couple yeah, days, and, and then, then you're done. gonna be yeah, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. so done with this. It's it's so like it's well it's it's nice because they're nice. They're, you meet a lot of different people, 
Uh, and then I, I think my profile, I kind of figured out, women love dogs. So I was dog sitting, and a friend of mine had a little Yorkshire Terrier, and I took a massive amount of pictures specifically for for this oh, reason. Oh, my gosh. So I put that on my profile, and then I put some KBLA pictures on my profile and, and you know, some other stuff and, you know, um, made the, the, the captions kind of very simple and funny to the point. And, uh, you know, it just it, new match, new match, new match, new match, new match. Yeah. You know, on Hinge, Tinder, and Bumble. Um, but it's, it's, it's just weird. I can't believe you're trying to catch women with a Yorkie. <laughs> Come I on mean, now. I do like when guys have dogs. I feel like it says that you're responsible, right. you're caring, yes. you're consistent. They're, but if you're not really a person who has a dog, you just dog sit one time. I feel like that's they, I know. First of all, they, don't know. Know, they don't know that. Yeah, but I'm saying, I feel like you're catching me. It's like. With a false See, story. Look at that. Oh, my oh, God. Come oh, come on. Right? You like that? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's so cute. I would be so <laughs> mad if I found out that wasn't really your dog. <laughs> I know that would be the. I'd be like, so let me see the dog. Where's the dog? I mean, what are you gonna say? What would you have said? So I've got that dog, and I've got this other dog picture here. Oh my gosh! This is just as bad as when women like put on all the makeup and do all the angles, and then you find out it's not really what you're getting. This is yeah. So so I got that. I got this is the guy version of uh, catfishing. Oh, he's straight out dog cat. fishing. Yeah, you dog Don't fish. Do- oh, that's us. Yeah, I got so I got pictures of you guys there. You know, I got there's another dog licking my face there. Oh my god, that picture. You know, lot- I mean, you do look pretty legit. I can't believe you put that dog up there though. Yeah, yeah. Lot, lot, I got a lot of handsomes. Hey, handsome, hi. You know, I, I guess that's the way you women compliment a man. Um, I would never mm. compliment. Like I don't that. do that. I, I would find don't. something very specific about your profile and comment on that. Like a mm. book you read or something that you enjoy. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's the wild, wild west out there. But I, I, uh, it's, it's it's interesting because I've been on Tinder and these these sites before. It seems there's a lot more people on them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the way I have my profile set, it gets a lot more reaction than it used to get. Um, so there's definitely a way to kind of grab some like it's it's photojournalism on a dating app is what you really have to break your pictures down to. You got to say something with the picture in order to catch their eyeball. You just can't leave a picture up there just like you smiling. Yeah, it's got to tell me something. It's got to tell. It's got to tell you something. I think you did a good job of curating mm-hmm. pictures. The only thing that I might have wanted you to add is like, what do you do for fun? Because uh, oh, yeah. it was like a wor- a lot of work pictures. Let's see. What did it? Well, let's see. See it. Well, it's in the about me. It says I'm a Virgo. I think I'm the only person in LA from LA. I love skydiving, hiking, and running. I adopted two cats who could be jerks. I have an amazing 21 year old son. I do tons of voiceovers, and I'm looking to fall madly in love with an amazing woman. Oh, that's cute. That's nice. See, I would want a picture of you like hiking or skydiving or traveling. Uh, I like seeing a fun picture from someone. You know, um, I say that, and I've been on apps for like all of two days. But you know what I put on mine, and I have yet to respond to anybody. Remember, I told you that when I was mad, I put myself on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually paid for this app. I got to cancel my credit card because I don't want to continue. You kept it? I, I kept it, yeah, because wow. I paid for it. But I haven't responded to anybody. But what I noticed is I was very straight to the point. If you don't love Jesus, if you don't like family, don't hit me up. And Nobody hit you up. No, I, I got hit up. 
but they don't like what I like. And it's like, oh, we'd like, I'd love to talk to you about this. And I look at their profile. It has nothing to do with what I'm looking for. Well, Zero well, why don't to do. You start a conversation. Well, though, one, they're, a they're, most of them are 70 years old oh, that are hitting me up. Gosh. These are like 70 year old men. And so, yeah, no, you know what I mean? But uh, I, they, I actually paid for a dating app for older people anyway, but not 70. I'm no offense to 70 years old, but you know, I, I, that's a little tool for me. Maybe they have a lot of money though. And yeah. it could be like an Anna Nicole Smith situation. Yeah, you know what? Not a bad idea. I met Listen. a really cool 80-year-old this weekend. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. He was a little over 80. He fought in World War II. Oh, I love stories like yeah, that. Yeah, he was so funny and charming. What did he tell you about World War II? Did he tell you anything? Um, well, I met him and his wife. My family met him and his wife. And he was telling us how... No, that's not what it was. He didn't fight in World War II. He was good gonna have to fight but then his daughter had been born so he didn't have to go oh interesting so that that i didn't realize that would be a reason not to go to war that's actually not a bad idea if you don't want to go to war i don't think it works for everybody yeah there is nothing on these dating sites so stay off them it's just unless you unless you want to put the work in it's a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah it's a lot of work talking to people and conversating and then sometimes you start conversations and then the conversation just stops um i met some weird flowery girl that what do you mean flowers? Well, she was like this hippie. I was like, oh, this is cool. That's I started cool. talking to her, and then yeah. I started asking stuff about her, and then no. she's like, oh, I, that's a face-to-face conversation. I, was, I saw <laughs> this thing. What did, did she have any pictures of her room? Did she have any pictures of crystals or any weird signs? She's uh, along the line of that, that vibe, but I, 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 I didn't see that. I said, what do you do? She's like, I do God's work. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? It, it, it's, it, it, was, it was weird. So it, that, that was weird. Um... Uh, the online dating, I think it, it takes some patience to kind of float through. Um, but I think this is where everybody's communicating now. And I think that's probably going to be the way that you're going to have to meet people is through the online dating app. Or you could just randomly meet them at a restaurant. Yeah. I don't, I I don't, I don't think that happens anymore. It does. I, 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 I think true. people are really, uh, I think there's a defense uh, barrier that gets broken down with the app. Compared to walking to meet someone um, and introducing yourself well, and saying hi. A lot hi. of people are notoriously bad at connecting. That's why I created mm-hmm. a card game for it. That being said, it still happens. My yeah. friend is dating this new guy that just randomly walked into her church a couple months ago. Oh, cool. Is this yeah. your friend that – does she – did she have problems before? We, yeah, okay. you met her. Oh, good. So mm-hmm. she found somebody she else. She found a new guy. I'm he just randomly walked into their church. Well, that's the way God works. Just, I'm just yeah. saying you never know. You have to be out, though, to meet people. No, you do. And I was at a few different holiday pop-ups this weekend. There were a lot of singles looking to mingle. Yeah. Single, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work. I don't right? know about in your age group, though. That's the thing. <laughs> there are some church. <laughs> what, what are they, younger or older? What? No, they were younger. Yeah, There's see? a lot of younger people. But there are some church like my church, they do have single events for people of different ages, from young adult to uh, older people. See, so that's good because I, I feel like, like that. a lot of churches do single events for younger adults. Mm-hmm. But you got to think about everybody. Yeah, not everyone single is young. Yeah, yeah I'm. Um, I'm giving up the dating life. It's just, just too, it's too much. I knew you were gonna say that. It's just too much. I knew it. It's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. You know. I, you know. Yeah, but there's somebody. There's something specific that you want from a lady, right? There's specific stuff you want. You'll find her. You just gotta put in the work. If you don't put in the work, you're not gonna get anything. Uh, you know, I'm just. I'm tired at this point in time. I'm done. I think I'm done. No, Don. Just random ran, randos and hookers for me from now. On. That's not oh. a good idea. I That's think it. you should just open your heart. Do you go to? 
I'm going to open my heart and my wallet. Do you go to coffee shops? Yeah, yeah. But like Starbucks or Starbucks. local? No, no, no. That's not a good place to meet. Oh, I got to go to like a, a like small a little local hole spot. Yeah, there are a lot of cute places in Pasadena. Just kind of post up. Yeah. Every time I go to a coffee shop, I meet a cool person. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh crap! I forgot to get this guy here. Uh oh, oh. I've got an article out on shoutoutla.com. You can definitely check out. Um, Ooh, about you? Yeah. Wow, send it to us. Uh, shoutoutla.com. I don't, let me see. How do I send this to you? Here, I'll, I'll, I'll tag you guys on this. Thank you. I want to see. Um, meet Donamichi, TV, radio host, voice talent consultant. Ooh. Yeah. Here You're I'll throwing see. everything at the wall. Well, yeah, you know, that's what I do. What I do. Uh, let me let me send this to you guys so you guys can check this out. All right, listen, we got a lot to, to cover today because Gavin Newsom, the cojones on him, he's going to be doing something that's very interesting. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking to a, a, a lady a little bit later on in the show who went viral for saying men don't get confused when you meet little girls uh, that are dressed as women. Uh, and, um, because there are a lot of women out there who say they want a good man, but, uh, uh they, they just want to play around. Uh, mm-hmm. and those are little girls dressed as women. So we're going to talk to her. I'll let you hear what she had to say because she's going viral. Um, Derek Chauvin's back in the news where he's going to be pleading guilty to civil rights vi- violations. At least that's what the, uh, the, the, the headline of the story is. We're going to get to that. Um, Denzel Washington got a little messy. Really? What happened? Uh, do, do, do you know who Damson Idris is? Damson, no. He plays on Snowfall. Which which one is he? Because I've watched every episode. I don't know. I gotta look him up. I don't. I don't know the actors' names, but I love that show. Yeah. So so he got a little. He got a little messy because somebody asked him that Damson was comparing himself to you, and he got a little. He got a little a little messy. Um, what else we got here? Uh, a waitress was fired after receiving a four thousand dollar tip. We'll talk about that. Um, and then a very sad story popped up this weekend where a man went on Facebook Live to confess to killing his ex-girlfriend and his ex-wife and, and himself. Uh, but when we move forward, we're going to get to Gavin Newsom's call for gun legislation modeled on the Texas abortion law. That is coming up when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all-new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. Your smartphone. Give it a combo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. voice. We've got a lot to talk about. History is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. All right, so uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, I, I, Gavin Newsom has presidential hopes. And I, this weekend, he was starting to look very presidential. And I wonder if we, I wonder if we can like, if we could take this time that we're in right now and go back to like the 1865s, like is Gavin Newsom the Abraham Lincoln? Uh, no. To transform yeah, the no, country? Not to me. He's not the Abe Lincoln, but he's doing his thing. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing his thing. I'm not gonna lie. So, um, Gavin Newsom uh, on Saturday called for a similar law to Texas's abortion law, uh, giving ordinary residents legal standing to file lawsuits. Um, against purveyors of restricted firearms. And he says that the Supreme Court is letting private citizens in Texas sue to stop abortion. 
Uh, if that's the precedent, then we'll let California sue those who put out ghost guns and assault weapons on our street. Mm-hmm. If Texas can ban abortion and endanger lives, California can ban deadly weapons of war and save lives. And this is, I guess, an unintended consequence of the Supreme Court not doing nothing. Yep. A hundred percent. I said this is going to happen. Yep. Not to say I told you so. Mm-hmm. It's like we're going to see a lot of other people attempt to have these sort of lawsuits where there's no standing. Because if the law, I mean, and this is the one thing about the law. It works two ways. Yep. <laughs> it works two ways. It can work for you or against you. Mm-hmm. And just because it's working for abortion, well, somebody can refigure that and say, listen, if they if that we can do that, then we can do this. Yeah. I have no idea why people didn't think or maybe they did think through it and they just didn't want to handle it but i don't think they thought thought through thought through it i don't think they thought that far that doesn't make any sense to me like when you're when you're gonna allow a law to sit in place you have to look at what precedent you're creating like it for me it felt very obvious obviously if you're saying this is a way that people are allowed to sue people are going to take advantage of that and and listen and and, and if if greg abbott and those texas legislatures are the ones who ruin gun rights for everybody in this country abbott is never going to make it higher than the governor of texas i mean you know as it is right now. i know he wants to get into the white house or at least into washington dc He's never going to make it out of there. And this thing could backfire. Uh, and they're saying that the California law, because he's so, so Gavin Newsom said he has instructed his staff to work with California's legislature and attorney general to write a bill that would let citizens sue anyone who manufactures, distributes or sells an assault weapon or ghost gun kits or parts in California. The governor called uh, for damages of at least $10,000 uh, per violation plus costs and attorney fees. Um, if the most efficient way to keep these devastating weapons off the streets is to add the threat of private lawsuits, we should do that, Mr. Newsom said in the statement. And the police chief, I think, here in Los Angeles, it's either the police chief or the sheriff, said that the, the most guns that they're finding now are these ghost guns. Wow. And Well, these things were, I was going to mm-hmm. buy one. These th- I was going to buy one because I thought it'd be cool to put, like, oh, let me learn how to put a gun together. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like there's an arts and crafts wow. um, aspect to a Glock, to the to the fake Glock. But these things were back-ordered, and they make them in different ways to where there's just a bunch of different um People that, and they'll probably stop selling to California, but that might not even stop the lawsuit from happening because if the gun makes its way into California, they'll probably still be liable. But um, they make these these 80% kits that are 80% completed, and they come in a, a wide variety from AR 15s to, to Glocks. And all you get, and they all the instructions are on the internet to put the thing together. All wow. you need is a drill and, and a file, and and basically get it on, get it going. And you get you get the the. Lo- it's weird when you start looking at a gun. It's really like two pieces, yeah, and yeah, some springs. It's like two pieces and some springs in the chamber. It's it's like wow. It's crazy that something like that could cause so much destruction. Cause w- so much destruction. But they're saying that California's law is that if, if Gavin Newsom creates a law that allows people, private citizens, to sue these manufacturers of these ghost guns, that they're on better footing than the the Texas abortion law because the Texas abortion law is allowing someone to get sued over a constitutional right. The Supreme Court hasn't ru- ruled on, I guess, the ghost guns or the AR-15s. And so um, you, you could actually defend this this law better than you can defend the, the, the Texas abortion ban law. So it's, I, I, when he released this, because this is fighting 
These, this is fighting language. Mm-hmm. It is. This, this says I have aspirations beyond being governor of California. This, yeah. says, yep. this says yes, I'm making does. a statement here, mm-hmm. and that this says that I'm going to go, and this is going to be a big news story the minute they craft this this legislation up and pass it. I think he's been doing this for a minute, even with the mm-hmm. making the. Well, I told you after that recall speech, when he when he gave his his victory speech after the recall, he sounded very yeah, presidential. The, yeah, the recall speech, yeah. but then he had all of the sanitary napkins and tampons available for women in, in public bathrooms. Oh, wow. Did you see that? I didn't that he had see that. That in California. Was that, that must have been recent, uh, right? Yeah, it was yeah. recent. It was within the last month or so. Yeah, I think we talked about that. And I was like, oh, he's really, oh, he's, he's yeah. thinking big. He is thinking big. You're right. Yeah, and this is a big thing. I mean, you know, we've got a lot of gun violence here, not only here in California, but I mean, you know, all over the place, Chicago, New York, um, you know, and I don't know the statistics as far as whether or not the violence has, has crept up to some, you know, astronomical level. But um, the videos I see coming out of New York where people are just getting killed left and right. Same thing with Chicago and even here in L.A., you know, um, it, 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 there's there's a lot of stuff going on. We have way too many guns out on the street. And I think people were bored during the pandemic and they bought a lot of these ghost guns to put them together. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you could, you could literally buy it's an untraceable gun depending on where you live. You're supposed to get it stamped. Why is it, it untraceable? That's be, because it's not a gun. It's not a gun until you make it a gun. It's 80% of a gun. Mm. So it's, so there's no need to put a serial number on I it. I think be- they should it's still so put weird. a serial number on it. But it's not if, a gun. If it's 50% a gun, put a serial number on it. I don't like the fact that these could be untraceable. Yeah, well, then they, I think that I think I, I think that's a whole other set of stipulations that a manufacturer is going to have to go through to, to see. They can sell this and say, "I'm not selling firearms." Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just selling parts. Oh, matter of fact, crazy. matter of fact, that is crazy. It's even sad. if you walk, yeah, even if you walk into my store and buy it, you still don't have a gun. Yeah. You know, you can have the chamber, you can have the slide, you can have the the lower. It's still not a gun until you go in and poke some holes, file some stuff down, and put it together then it becomes a gun and then it's up to you to go take it and get a serial number or apply for a serial number with, with that type of uh with, with the state that you live in when did this become a thing this is this is all pretty new to me the ghost gun yeah uh i i noticed the ghost gun maybe a year or two ago uh okay so during, okay. during the pandemic I, I i don't know if they've always been here yeah but i just paid attention to it um because i wanted to buy a gun to go you know target practice and you know, learn how to shoot here's how how i feel about it if you go to a glasses store for anyone that buys glasses mm-hmm. it doesn't come with the frames it's technically not going to work as your glasses until you put the frames right. in. Yeah. but they're still glasses no nope, those are just, just frames. because they're not but they're still well, glasses. What, what are what are glasses they're the things the frames the no, frames for the glasses no is are the glasses the whole thing or are or if there are no lenses in it, are these just frames? Yeah, they're just frames, but they sell them as glasses. Mm-hmm. Like you get a, you all the paperwork that they give you is to get your glasses fixed. If my frames pop out, they put them back in. They sell them as glasses, even though you're just buying the frame. I'd have to look at the legal definition of what glasses actually yeah, are. Yeah, I, I like just recently went and you can get them changed. You could put it in, they could put it in for mm-hmm, you, but yeah. they still sell them as glasses. Yeah. Yeah, They're not like, oh, a... sorry, you got Linda's put in. It's not our problem anymore. It's a whole new product now. Uh, yeah, the P- Polymer80.com is um, is where you can go. It's one of them where they got 80% AR receiver kits, um, pistol and frame assemblies. And these are basically all, I think, modeled off of a Glock. Um, but they're like five, 500 bucks. So 500 bucks, you can get you... a. a the parts to to assemble a, 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 a. I just think that's very dangerous. Oh no no! Actually, it's one hundred thirty nine bucks. Here we go. Yeah. 
So it's $139. You get the lower, all the screws. I can't believe that. And then all you have to do is buy the barrel and the slide that goes on top. You know, $139. And you can buy the, get the ship to your door. Matter of fact, we, we, played, uh, we played something of one kid who was getting into a fight with his mom because he stole her credit card and wanted to buy one of these things. You remember that? that his, oh, yeah. The kid that beat, beat his yeah. mom up? Yeah, I remember. And she was like, I found out he wanted to buy one of these ghost guns. I thought he was actually buying a gun. No, he was buying an, an 80 lower kit because you he can't buy it because the kid obviously was underage. He can't go buy a gun, but you can buy one of these. See, that this is, I don't like it. It's dangerous. If it is a part that is a material piece of the gun, it should be labeled and treated as such. Yeah. Hey, listen, this is Second Amendment. It shall not be infringed upon. Mm-mm. Don't infringe upon my rights. I really Absolutely. like Gavin Newsom now. I really <laughs> like him. Yeah, you were hating on him, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was hating on him, but I really like him now. I think what he's what he decided to do is very genius. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is you're you're coming into the fold, huh? I am coming into wow, the fold. Wow, this is wow. I don't know what to say. This is Gavin Newsom, you keep it up, man. We uh we're loving this. I'm loving it. I, I just want to see the fight. All right, more of this conversation when we move forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty wishes you a Christmas season that is merry and bright. bright. Happy holidays. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, kind of some breaking news here. We got firefighters responding to a blaze. Uh, let's see, LA Fire Department responded to a blazing row of vacant commercial buildings in North Hollywood. They've got a hundred firefighters on the scene. I love the oh, Citizens wow. app. I love, uh, yeah. A uh, hundred firefighters have been called to help. So it's probably a, a very big blaze out there. So uh, if you're in the North Hollywood area, be careful out there. Uh, a Maryland man gunned down his former girlfriend in Baltimore, then murders his ex-wife, and he basically confessed about it on Facebook Live, which is, wow. For everybody out there that supported me and really knows what's going on, thank you all. I've been going through a custody battle. I've been going through um, having my ex-wife say I molested my children and all kinds of craziness. Been fighting for custody for three years. You know, it's been real crazy going through it with my ex-wife, blah, blah, blah. So meet you know and start dating somebody new and she got pregnant and um you know we got in a fight and first thing she does is threatening that she's going to do the same thing you're never going to see your kids blah 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 it's the holidays man i don't have no family nothing anyway i just did something crazy man i just shot my ex-girlfriend in the head yo it felt like a dream like i never thought i would be that guy i can't go to prison so the person that really started my depression and all of this is my ex-wife so she next and then i'm going to do myself too but i just wanted to say this to people don't play with people's emotions man don't lie on these men oh here's my ex-wife right here today's the- i think he was about to say today's the day you die are you serious you this not? is this is not a joke this is not a joke uh, raji so- sharif black so he's dead now Police say Black fatally shot the woman uh, moments before turning the gun on himself. The couple's two children were found unhurt in a gray BMW outside the, uh, ex- I guess, the ex-wife's apartment. Investigators believe Raji Black came to Columbia after j- having just committed a domestic homicide a short time earlier in Baltimore. I guess he was like, I'm I'm already balls in. There's nothing else I can do. You know, I, I, I guess 
might as well go take out the ex-wife. Where'd you find this? Uh, this is all over the internet. Reported by the New York, New York, I think New York person, but this is yeah, everybody. This is this oh this weekend. Oh my gosh! Uh, this is a terrible, terrible tragedy. Baltimore Police Commissioner Michael Harrison uh, told reporters near the crime scene that thoughts and prayers are with the family of these victims. Um, let's see. Cops in Baltimore identified LeBang, 41, early Monday morning. A neighbor who declined to be identified to the ring doorbell camera picked up the sound of six gunshots during the attack. Cops then learned about the Facebook video in which Black described his intent to commit another slaying and notified Howard County cops immediately. Responding officers found Raji Black and Wendy Black dead inside uh, of her Columbia apartment. Um, he had been going through... See, both Wendy and Raji had worked as certified registered nurse nurse, nurse anesthesia... Anesth- Anesthesiologist? No. Anesthetics? Anesthesias? Anesthesias. Anesthesias. Um, according to the newspaper, Wendy Black was an employee at, at Howard County General Hospital for nearly five years. Raji held a uh, nurse position at the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. Oh, wow. wow. I used to live in Howard County. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, listen, uh, obviously this guy is not taking any responsibility for his actions in this whole situation. You know, if you're going through a custody thing and then you uh, get another girlfriend pregnant. Uh, that's not the smartest thing to do, but I understand his feelings. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with family court, there is, uh, it's not really about any court, I guess you could say. Not really about the truth. It's about who can make the other person look worse. And you got to go into court with a story and evidence to back it up. <clears throat> and this sounds like this guy was just, you know, trying to see his kids and being called all kind of different things and that stress and, you know, money and child support and all, you know, I, I can only imagine. I think it's wrong when women threaten. I knew, uh, a, and, you know, we're not actually friends anymore, but she took um, pride in bragging to uh, some of us, you know, we were friends with this this girl, who um, threatened to also say that her ex was sexually molesting one of the children, and she so far has got the daughter to lie. Oh, but wow. she bragged about it, and that ruins people's lives. And we tried to find out, like, why Why would you do this? You know, we tried to talk her out of it, but it was her way of controlling the situation and, like, having him pay more money and, you know, be terrified. But the thing is, is that I, I don't know if, um, the way I understood it was sh- the, the the ex thought that the daughter like literally believed these accusations didn't really I don't think really realized that the mom was putting putting her up to it but said I'm gonna you know tell that you've been doing this to our kid mm-hmm. she's been telling me and uh, we didn't understand why she would do that but it was her way to control the situation and she didn't see anything wrong with it but you ruin people's lives when you when you do that when you ruin your own children's yeah. lives first of all and then you ruin the man's life just because you're angry which Okay, I get it, but on the other side, did he have to kill them? Yeah, I know. And I'm not saying that people should kill themselves, but why are you taking their lives? Your children's mother. I don't understand. Because he didn't kill the kids, did he? No, no. So now the kids are orphans? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why would he do that? I can only say, as a person who's been in somewhat of a situation like that, that when you are being handcuffed and pressed against the wall and the full force of the law is up against you and somebody's uh you know character assassinating you in court you haven't been able to see your kids um these things all bring about a massive amount of stress for an individual and some and a lot of men just deal with it you know Mm -hmm. we just 
there's nothing you can really do about it. You know, you, if you got money, you can fight it and win. You know, money's the great equalizer when it comes to family court. You know, a lot of the, there are a lot of free services that are offered to most likely the custodial parent or the fee, or, or the female in the, in the relationship, so she can go get somebody to represent her. If she doesn't have any money and their services to help her out, but the man is kind of left fending for himself. So, you know, it, it, it may have been money, it may have been lack of access to the children, it may have been, you know, uh, character assassination, you know what I'm saying? Like, all this is, like, a lot of times people think that we as men don't have feelings. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, we there's only so much a human being can put up with. Not, murder is not right. No, it's not right. Hey, did, did your ex ever um, accuse you of doing anything that was a complete lie or threaten you? No, so my ex had society working towards her so uh, i used to be maybe about 40 or 50 pounds heavier and she was this small four foot five foot woman Mm -hmm. and so i always looked like the bad guy you know what i'm saying because she was this small woman and and and, uh here i am this big you know this big guy um but for her it was she was like always the instigator of fights and picking and and arguing and, and all this other stuff never to the character assassination but a lot of disrespectful stuff she she did mm-hmm. um you know and of course it, you know they, they they go to court and that's that's what they that's what lawyers do they misrepresent you in court to make you look like the bad guy yeah but, you, know? you know but i listen i know the feeling i'm like listen i you know uh, a couple times i'm like oh god i just want to put a bullet in somebody's head <gasps> Well, I mean, that's how you feel. Yeah. Like that's. I'm you, not a man, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah that, that's how you feel when you well, like you feel like someone's taking you to the cleaners in court, not leaving you any money to survive, making it very hard for you to see your children, uncooperative. You know what I'm saying? Like you're losing at every single turn. I mean, it, it, it weighs on you know a system. It's not like oh, okay, I'll just follow just rules. Hmm. You know, you see a kid every first, fifth, third, fifth weekend, you know, out of the month and. You know, maybe not. Now you got to work three jobs. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever child support you got to pay. I mean, it's 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 a lot. Um, and for some some of us, we deal with it, and some of us, you know, he does things like this. It's no 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 excuse for that whatsoever, though. Uh, and it's very sad. And it's very sad that there's gonna be two kids out there that are they're not gonna have their parents. I I That's don't sad. even know what to say. I don't understand. Mental health is important. Society it is. We got to yeah. take care of it. And you know, I I definitely feel like. I hear people talk about how important mental health is, but then when somebody is trying to explain what it is they're dealing with and why it's making them feel that way, it's, you need to suck it up. You need to be more of a man. You need to be a strong black woman. You need to get over it. And then something like this happens. It's like, well, this is what happens when we tell people that they're not allowed to put their mental, their health first. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know how to deal with mental health issues. You know, for some women, I found that they like, they don't want to deal with that. Like if, you know, if your man's going through some things. You know, I've also heard people give advice saying, you know, you you woman ain't your therapist. Don't talk about to your woman about your problems. You know, it's 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 a lot. A lot of people are suffering and, and dealing with it. Some people are strong. Some people are not. Yeah, I I have a a friend that I keep telling him. I've been telling him for about a year. He needs to go to a therapist. And there's something where he feel he's like no, no, and he keeps making excuses. And I I always ask him, and I never get a legitimate answer. Why don't you go? And I think there's some type of stigma for men. Uh, you know, he's one of these macho guys. I think he would feel, you know, it would be effeminate if he decided to go talk to somebody. And I keep saying it's going to help you. If you. Yeah, but I mean, he's there's some men that they, they just think it's kind of like a girly thing to go talk to a therapist. And it's not. Therapy really helps. Honestly, I think this is such a big issue. I was just talking to a friend earlier 
who they were playing my card game, like you cards, over with her family over the last week or so, like on a holiday get together. And she was saying some of the older men in her family were really hesitant to answer. And when it got to one of the questions about when's the last time you cried, he was like, I don't know if I want to share this. But he ended up sharing with his wife later. And he was just saying, it's so hard as a man who mm-hmm. has never been allowed to talk about his problems or cry or to suck it up to then be in a situation where people are asking you to be vulnerable. Yeah. And there's this really good book by Justin Baldoni. I think it's called Man Enough, where he talks about just his own journey with mental health and depression and sadness and not even just that, but the feelings of insecurity or being afraid or, oh my gosh, am I not making money? What do women think? Just all the stuff that can go on in a man's head that they're never allowed to talk about. And I felt like it was such a good read, even for me. I feel like as someone who wrote a book about therapy and created this card game, still diving into his experiences as a man. And I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. You know, it's very interesting. Um, a good woman, maybe say a good relationship where you have a deep level of intimacy uh, and I'm not talking sexual intimacy, but a deep level of intimacy that you are in each other's safe space. You guys are in a safe space together. Um, can help with conversations and, and talking and getting those things out. The problem is I don't think a lot of us are in intimate relationships where we can sit there and discuss things with our significant other yeah. out of fear of judgment. It takes a very special relationship that you have that you work on that you can come to your woman and and or met or you go to your man and be in a zone of non-judgment feel safe to express you're not going to get choked laughed at made fun of or 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 anger and you be and you can work through the conversations well that's because i think the brand of relationship we push right now is just so conditional it's like if your man is not this, this, and this, and this, and your woman's not doing this, this, and this, and this, then they're not for you. Right. And let's be honest, people are imperfect, and sometimes they're not going to make a good decision. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're, for example, we can use a money situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say Don's in a relationship, and the woman's like, I need you to have this together, this together, this together. And Don's like, well, I made some bad decisions you know, 10 years ago, and I'm still trying to get out of it with my credit. If he shares that vulnerably with her, and then she's like, well, you're not for me. Yeah, I, it, I it, it gets weaponized. Yeah, it's weaponized. Yeah against you or if they're if they're like oh that's okay but then the next time you get in an argument that's why your credits da, 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 da. it's like okay so <laughs> now you're using this vulnerable thing that mm-hmm. i shared with you how am i supposed to feel safe in this relationship that's let's true. Uh, let's hold on to this conversation uh, when we come back because uh, um um i, I want to talk more about how, how can you get into an intimate space with your relationship um to where you can sit there and be or how do you know you you have that yeah. You know, we'll talk about that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, options. but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We're listening around the clock. And your time to be heard is right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a all right, welcome back, Don Amici versus everybody, Kristen Kiara. We were talking about this Maryland man who killed his ex-girlfriend and his uh, the mother of his children uh, going through a custody battle. We were talking about relationships and how men need to 
to talk more and um or yes but also i think their partners man or women should create space to right. allow them right I, to share their emotions I, I spent time with a woman um a week or so ago and we had this level of intimacy that was just i forgot about mm. um you know and it was not not in a sexual way but it was this weird space that we were in where we stayed up all night talking why'd you call it weird because I hadn't experienced it in a long time. Wow. Mm. It's been over a decade where, I mean, the, when's the last time you stayed up talking to your partner till 6, 7 o'clock in the morning? A couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a beautiful It's a beautiful thing. And there was a level of intimacy that we had, the safe space where she could be herself, I could be myself, you know what I'm saying? We could uh, have fun together. And I... I couldn't even tell you the last time I even remembered that that it felt so good to just to kind of be in that in that space for a second. And probably just a reminder that that's possible. Yes, abs- absolutely. But there was a level of intimacy there that I don't think a lot of people have in their relationships to where we could talk about anything mm-hmm. in that moment that that where we're just sitting now. I mean, you know, th- things that may embarrass seem embarrassing there was a no judgment space uh between the two of us to where we could sit there and just converse and do anything and, and speak anything and talk and dream and, and i don't I, I i wish that a lot of people could get to that level of intimacy in their relationships you are right when you say relationships are kind of transactional nowadays yeah. what do you got what can you do how you look on paper you know where's where is the level of intimate intimate love and i don't know if that's just where a lot of people are, are hooking up for the younger culture is or have we lost that well, I mean, I are there too many expectations on people i just feel like it's really hard to curate that in a society that also almost requires you to filter and show up as the best version of yourself all the time you see the p- pictures that people post i would never blame social media social media is just a tool that we use but we're always trying to curate this perfect best version of ourselves we don't ever think to post pictures that we don't like right. or okay. if the background doesn't yeah. look good or if the lighting's not good or you, so many things you can do to your pictures so i think relationships are following suit they're curated they're not real see to me hearing both of you talk about this it's weird to me because in all of my relationships, I demand that level of intimacy. So I bear it all. And I've never had a problem with somebody not being themselves and sharing details and crying. I love the tears because I feel like, okay, we're at a place where you trust me and I trust you. So it's weird to hear that there's, to me personally, that there's some relationships where you don't bear it all. You don't just let everything yeah, hang it, out, and you're, you, you know, you're not real. You're, you're not really your true self. I listen. I had to hold back on information that I was given because I was finding women weaponizing information that I would tell them about myself against me, and it was like, well, maybe I'm, you know, talking too much. Hold on, we'll continue we'll this conversation. Um, we're talking about intimacy when we uh, come forward. This is KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. KBLA fifteen eighty Santa Monica. You know, TLC just brings back so many memories for me. I'd be working at the Santa Monica, what was the Santa Monica Place Mall at a, at a place called Going to the Game. Remember that store that used to have a little pink Corvette in it? I didn't really spend that much time oh. at that mall, so I don't know. So we'd, you know, we'd always have a, like the beat playing on the radio, and then it, you know, TLC would be on. Did you ever meet any of them? Never met TLC, no. Aww. No, my, that was the first CD my mother bought me, though. Oh, that's 
that's cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I was, sweet. I was like, what's a TLC? <laughs> you know. Uh, but no, no. It's it just it brings back a lot of great memories. You know, we're talking about intimacy and in, in, in relationships, and and um, you know, getting comfortable with your partner. Um, is that a lost art form when it comes to relationships? I've dated a lot of women that I've tried to become very open and honest and 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 become intimate with. Um, you know, from a conversational standpoint, and it it it, it backfires on me a lot. Well, hmm. backfires how? Can you be more specific? Just, it, it, what I speak into the conversation ends up getting weaponized. Oh, so me. it's the weaponizing. Yeah, it's the it, yeah, that's where it backfires on me. Mm-hmm. I still keep doing it, but I I had to check myself and say maybe I'm just talking too much. Maybe I need to not be so open. But I don't. You know, that's just who I am. I'm very. No, open. I think you just got to find someone who isn't going to weaponize right. vulnerable things that you share. It's the woman or the women that you are choosing. Find somebody else. <laughs> yeah, you could seriously. You act like I'm choosing these women on purpose. Well, you are. Yeah, you no, are. no, no, no. You act yeah, like you, know, you act like I know that they're going to weaponize and no. treat me a certain way and do that. You, but you, I, I don't. I just. Look, I see. I see. Patterns traits. are important, yes. so I think it's important to look at patterns and yes. ask, "What am I contributing to this situation?" Right. Where I keep making the same right. types of decisions over and over again, and meeting the same type of person who does this, because sometimes yeah. we don't realize it, but the, if you really go back and look at the women that you've dated, I bet you there's a specific type of woman that you've no, been they're dating. All, they're all different. They're they're some are uh, dark skin, some are light skin. Well, I'm some not are, talking about. Hold on, that. I'm just I'm giving some are some are small, some are big, some not are not physical. Hold yes. on, okay. I, can I run down go my ahead. list, please? Go ahead. Go some ahead. are young, some are older, some are in the entertainment industry, some are just regular people. Like it, it runs the gamut. It, I'm not going after a certain type. You said you've never dated a woman that makes more than you. Okay, well, show me where she's at. I'll be I mean, more than happy to date her. I feel like her. there are plenty of black women who make a lot of money now. And, and another thing is just because somebody's white, black, young, old, a personality type is what I'm talking yeah. about. There's a, to- a specific type that we go for. There's a specific personality that here. might not be the type of personality that you need. You need somebody a little bit different. I see there are traits in people that I, women that I, that I, I date, that I like, you know, and the, and the traits are... You hustler. You know how to sit there and get some money. You got ambition. Um, you know how to be a woman. I mean, yes, but also, can I give my opinion? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you maybe are drawn to women that need you, mm-hmm. not that just like want to be with you, but need you for something. Like they have some sort of trauma and they're heavily dependent that might be on true. you. So then, if in the relationship, they're you're the savior. It's not really easy for the savior to then share because there's no mutuality. Like, I think a good relationship, people take turns kind of saving and being there for each other. I don't know if they can. I don't know. And you, you might be right. Maybe the women that I have dated cannot be there for me the way, you know, I, I've been told, I'm, you know, I, I listen. It's easy to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, I, I, I'm, I'm very attentive, um, loving and nurturing, you know, and maybe I need to find someone who does that back. Yeah, like someone yeah. who would surprise you with the weekend. Like, I just wanted to surprise you. I don't know if women are like built like that. No, yes, I'm like they that. Are. For I am sure. too, yeah. yeah I, don't, I have yet to get a weekend from either one of you. Oh, well, come on. Or a surprise. You know what we mean. Yeah. No, I, you're right, but maybe I, I need to look, you know. I mean, um, there are, there, I've talked in therapy sometimes about what I feel insecure being with a woman who doesn't need me 
mm-hmm. you know, um, would I feel some type of way? You know, and the, I think the immediate thought is like, yes. But then again, I'm always like, well, let's see where it goes. Yeah. You know, it's not something I, I, I run from, you know, but I am trying to make a conscientious effort because, you know, this last weekend I spent with this with this young lady, um, just it, it just um, it was almost like a breath of fresh air. I'm like, wow, I forgot. I forgot all about this level of intimacy that you can have with a partner where there is no judgment. And I I can definitely say that I've been in many relationships and I'm almost always the person who doesn't need them mm-hmm. and not every guy likes that they don't know what other role to fill because if the role they've always played in relationships is yeah providing meeting needs meeting needs and I'm like oh I don't need any of that I want to connect emotionally and like we can just be friends and be closer like I, I don't know how to do that That's, I've <laughs> yeah. never played this role before right, right. It, it, it is hard though I mean it's hard you know my 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 whole thing is you know for my whole life is being the provider the, the guy that makes the money that t- takes care of the, you know, the the issues you know but but i i've i have i think at this point in time throughout my 43 years i've run myself like exhausted into the ground yeah and i uh, you know the the, the the next relationship i'm looking for is one of of someone who can pour into me um and and, and that's not just g- caters towards me i think this is for anybody you should find it you should find I, I this this one woman on um hinge um, I had to stop and talk to her about her profile because she had something in there that was so, um, so dope. She says, I'm looking for a man of God for friendship, communication, reciprocity, and that I can't keep my hands off you kind of love. That's nice. I like that. You know, you know that, that I can't keep my hands yeah. off you type love. I like that. Like that is like that right there. Like two little. It's work to get there because I think. I can't keep my hands on you type lust. Very easy to come by. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep my hands off you type love. Yeah. That means, but the, the love is different. Yeah. Y'all done gone through some things and chosen each other anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We're choosing to be here. You know what I'm saying? And that that right there is like a drug. Uh, if you can get to that level of intimacy in a relationship, it, it, it I guarantee you there's a level of energy that it, it, that it will give you that you can accomplish anything together. Well, I'm really curious as to how other women feel about men crying and being emotional and sharing their heart because I just have a hard time. I mean, I know that I actually know a girl who's like, no, I don't want you doing all that. Don't this guy that she was talking to sent this long text about stuff he was dealing with. And she was like, I don't, I'm turned off. I don't like this. Oh my God. I was like, huh? But I thought that was just a her thing. I'm curious as to how many women are like that. I think it's a maturity level. But, you know, there's also these societal cultural things that that, that are ingrained into all of us. Men don't cry. Men don't talk about their feelings. They're always the protector. They're always the one that got to go out there and, you know, lead lead and, be you know, just be out front. You know, we don't have time to be vulnerable. I like it when a man cries. I I do. If he doesn't cry, I just think it's a little weird. It's because you're a sadomasochist. That's what you want. You want to inflict pain on men. Come on. Let's go to Jim in L.A. What's going on, Jim? Long time no here, man. How you doing? Oh, and uh, Jim, but real quick, is the uh, is the security business really uh, picking up since all all, uh, L.A. seen a small uptick in crime? Well, you know, I thought I would uh, I thought I would get more calls when the uh, uh, they were mandating these COVID checks. Yeah, yeah. Because I would figure a lot of businesses wouldn't want to deal with that and want to just hire someone else to do it. Yeah. But uh, a lot of lot of restaurants and places just aren't uh, abiding by it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, no. they're just not checking. So um, not not so much. Okay. 
Anyway, love when you guys get on these topics. I got to talk kind of low because my girl's in the next room. (laughs) Can't let her hear some of my answers to this kind of thing. But, you know, the state of relationships have never been worse. Uh, You you date a lot, Don, and uh, you you see yourself running into these different situations. I don't don't know if if we value and respect each other, the opposite sex. Um, when I'm, when I'm in the dating world, if I run into one, one more woman that come into my life that I'm looking at maybe a possibility, but she got these financial issues that she wants me to help her with time and time again. And it's like, well, no, if you got these financial issues, you're not ready. You're not in your season. Mm-hmm. You, you need to be in a certain place to come in and attract someone on a, on a, a, a respectful, even level. Hmm. And I think a lot of women look at men as some type of, um, I don't know, tool to, to uh, help them financially and whatnot, rather than, you know, I, I think some of the best ways to meet someone um, organically is, you know, on a job, you're naturally there hmm. and you kind of get to know, or, or a friend or relative introduce you to someone. It's you know, hard, it's hard but, to do the job thing now because, you know, you don't know what's what's what. You don't know what's well, I mean, what. I figure if you're working with someone over time, you get to, you know, check each other out, know each other. Just yeah, on a different Don, level than you if you met in a club. You can just ask for consent. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, no does mean maybe. Oh my but God. it's real it's <laughs> really tough out there. I don't know if we if we really if we really value and honor each other in a way that uh is uh, conductive to just a real natural uh, relationship and forget to even kill brothers. You guys are going to pay if you're going to get out in that looking for a woman. They, that's just how they're made in LA. I don't get it. It's so but interesting. You talk about that it all the time, Doc. Yeah. I'll keep going. Yeah. You go, what are you saying? Oh, I was saying it's so interesting that he would say that because I was listening to this woman talk recently that I'm social media friends with. Basically she has her whole life planned right like she knows where she wants to live what type of house she wants to be in and the type of neighborhood and she's just looking for a guy to plug in mm-hmm. and i thought to myself huh what about what he wants right yeah. does that matter true. like is he just this financial or person that's going to make all your dreams come true like wouldn't you want to figure that out together yeah. i think women are raised a certain way in this society to be princesses you're beautiful you're this and that and then the attention's always there um, and I think that that carries off into adulthood for some women um, and that that you know, man has to come with a certain amount of X, Y and Z to, to, to mess with me. Yeah. You know, and not all women. I don't want to generalize here because I no matter how hard it's been for me to date, I still view everything on a case by case basis. Sometimes I can spend time with you and, you know, we like we'll see if we like each other. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah. You know, Hey, Jim, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, I got to play this thing for you by this woman named Bianca Gibson. The difference between girls and women when we come forward. And uh, we're going to talk to her uh, about this because she's going viral. Um, She is a life coach. And I just wanted to pick her, see what you guys thought and pick her brain on on why she uh, said what she had to say about women who uh, are little girls but look like women. Is she calling in? Uh, yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna reach. We, yeah, we're gonna call her in, in just a second. She's okay. all the way out in Ohio. All right, so we will get to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. This 
holiday season, we get to wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Hanukkah. Thank you for supporting us in our first year on the air. KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lamert Park, USA. The heart of Lamert Park, USA. We're listening, and the combo continues right now. All right, welcome back to Tonamichi versus everybody. Kristen Kiara. Our phone number, 800-920-1580. Uh, as we always welcome you into the conversation, you can download the app and send us an open mic. Um, I found this amazing woman today. Her name is Bianca Gibson. Um, I want to play you this thing that, that is kind of going viral, the difference between girls and women that she, uh, it's kind of a little, uh, I guess, Instagram rant that she had. Let me tell you something. Sometimes you guys are confusing silly women who are not really women. They're in womenly bodies, but they're little girls in their mind. I have experienced and watched grown females who actually have good men and will treat them like crap all because they have a ignorant mentality. Now there's many different reasons and excuses. Some of us are attracted to drama. We're attracted to toxicity and literally we are dealing with baggage from past relationships and we will literally have a good man and push him away. We will treat them like they are a secondary option. They will give all the attention and we won't give back the attention that we're given. All because you are dealing with a damaged little girl, not a woman. Any woman who's telling you that you're too good to be true, that you're too perfect, run far, far away. Because those are the women that will damage you. And then you don't even want to deal with women who have the integrity, who have the smarts, who have the loyalty, who have everything that you want. There's women out here like myself who would love to be with the so-called YouTube perfect dude. The problem is what a lot of women will do is settle for a man that they're not attracted to and try to be in a relationship with them. And this is why you have that conflict. They are not attracted to you, but they want those qualities. They want to be treated like a queen. They want you to follow them. They want you to give them all their attention. And this is what has some of you guys confused because you have been with a silly woman who you've been giving all that attention to. And they tell you that mm, you've given me too much attention, you know, blah, blah, blah. That is not true. The reason they're saying that is because they aren't fully attracted to you. Because if it was a man that they were fully attracted to, they would want that attention. They would want you blowing up their phone. They would want you texting them 24-7. They would want you up under them because they like men who do that. But when they are settling for a man who they are less attracted to, all those things become an irritant. So don't get it confused. You all have put women in this so-called category when you're really talking about little girls who don't know what they want, what they want. Don't confuse us with them. A real woman wants a man to be all up in her business, all up <laughs> about her, all showing love and affection. We want that. Little girls who don't know what they want don't want that. Yeah, I, uh, I sent her a message right away. I said, whatever you buying, I'm selling. I mean, whatever you're selling, I'm buying because uh, you hit hitting uh, music to my ears. You know, there are certain battles that men cannot fight because it seems like we might come off as uh dogging women out and there are certain and, and women need to fight these battles for us and this is one of them on the phone uh bianca gibson who is a social and emotional wellness speaker hello bianca how are you all the way from uh, ohio right yes hello how are you uh, we are great uh and uh, <laughs> i fell in love with you because uh you uh, keep using the word cool beans 
which uh, I love. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yes. so you're going viral today. Uh, uh, made it all over the world, star. Uh, is this a normal thing for you uh, with these little talks and these little rants that you do? I wouldn't call them rants. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You dropping? Yes, you the, 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 the game? The, you dropping <laughs> gems of nuggets? The, uh, the game uh, out on us. Yeah, just little wisdom nuggets for people. I mean, I've had a couple of videos go viral um, unexpectedly. I think it's just common sense, but apparently it's not common sense for everybody. So it catches on. So you see a lot of it, it, when it, when it comes to the dating pool out there, is it more little girls masquerading as women running around it? I think we can say it. Uh, there's both. I mean, I don't want to make it a gender war because if you yeah. look at any of my content, I talk about both male and female. Okay. We just have a lot of hurt, injured, unhealed childhood wounds, mm. both male and female, uh, that, you know, we have not resolved. And so you're dealing with, you know, people who are living in grown bodies, but really they have the emotional intelligence of a, a child. We heard, That's really the case. We heard what you said with, in regards to, to, to the women. What do you say in regards to men? There's men out there, too, um, you know, who are dealing with unhealed childhood, you know, traumas. And I think the best thing to do is understand what your subconscious programming is finding out what you dealt with in your childhood that has damaged you and caused you to think a certain way and have negative experiences and beliefs and thought systems. Once you understand what you've experienced and the lie that it has taught you, then you're able to apply the truth of who you are and change your way of thinking and your belief systems. And then your belief systems change and then your actions can change from there. So the big question is, how do you even know, is there a, is, do you have a simple test where you can figure out how you know if you're damaged? You know, cause listen, a lot of people walking around here thinking that they got it, they got it all put together and they don't know that they're damaged. Oh, maybe we need that. Like yeah. uh, Myers Briggs, but it tells you on a scale of one to hundred. Yeah, you're screwed. How damaged are you? Yeah, <laughs> all right. There's some different resources you know on my website i kind of give people the tools a lot of free information about learning what their attachment styles are you know i personally when i was going through my healing phase learned that i was a fearful avoidant which meant that i isolate myself i push people away i sabotage my relationships and i didn't know that's what i was doing until i actually took an assessment um, and took some classes, psychology classes, cognitive therapy and behavior, but the average person doesn't do that. No. <laughs> but it's simply, simply if you go online, there's free tests like the Enneagram and, you know, attachment styles that you can learn those little bitty things and it can make a lot of improvement over a short period of time. So you got to do, do the work. See, and that, that's the problem. I, I, I remember I've been going to therapy for over 10 years or, or longer than that. Um, and, and I only sought it out because I was having panic attacks and so I knew something was wrong with me. And I never thought that, that, uh, you know, cognitive therapy or talking to someone could, could actually help. And it does help, you know, but trying to get somebody to really understand that, um, is a very hard sell, especially for, uh, psych psychologists, you know, uh, that you, you may benefit from getting some type of help, you know, and, and we do have a lot of people just, uh, subconsciously asleep, uh, running around here uh, with their damaged brains, uh, inflicting more damage on other people. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, I don't know how to wake people up. Um, like, it's one of those things where you got to want the help. And I don't know if, it, unless more people are at their ends rope, um, that they will well, get the help. Well, I think for me, and I don't mean to interrupt you, I yeah. think why I attract this type of audience I do is because I'm able to integrate 
psychology and make it practical. Um, and so typically people are in a angry phase and that's normal for your subconscious to put you in an angry phase. Because if you're in the angry phase, it either makes you fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And that helps to protect you. So what I try to do is first catch people's attention by acknowledging the issue and the problem, which gets them to get into that angry phase. But then I try to transition them to, okay, now that you are angry and you're either going to fight or flight, let's get you to understand why are you angry. Get down to the vulnerable emotions of, okay, that situation made me feel unloved, uh, not enough, not accepted, insignificant. And then that's when you can start to heal. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it should be a mandate. Like, you know, you, you like you can't get a driver's <laughs> license unless you go to well, therapy. I believe that it should be part of high school education. I think people should have just like we have to do. Yeah. Drivers. Oh, you have to do so, so many, so many hours of ther yeah, therapy. X amount of hours in therapy. Wow. Uh, you've got a you've got a, 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 a I love free stuff. You got a free ebook on your website, uh, which is. Oh, God. Is there is there is it just your name or or I got no. It's, it's subconscious obstacles um, connecting, sub, you know, psychology with biblical truth. So what I try to do, um, not everybody is into, you know, biblical truth. Um, however, I believe that science does back it. So what I try to do is integrate the two. So even if you aren't a, you know, person who follows the Bible whatsoever, you can't argue against science. No. And so I integrate the two, and you can choose whether you want to go one way or the other, but you know, is no denying that what I'm presenting, you can see it in both aspects. Wow. wow. Well, uh, where, where can they, what, what's, what is your website where they can go get your book, your free ebook that they have on? I would love to sh shoot some people over there. <laughs> so my website is going to officially launch on the 25th is biancalgibson.com. Uh, gotcha. But I do have a temporary link in my bio on Instagram where you can actually get all the free information right now. Okay. Um, and so, the actual site launches. Well, Bianca L. Gibson on, on Instagram is where I found you. Um, please keep the videos coming. I appreciated that uh, little uh, nice little uh, nugget that you dropped today. I would love to see what you say more about men <laughs> or, or, or just being men and women in general. Um, you know, I, I think that we need more people like you out there trying to bring people uh, into healing. Um, we have been just yeah. talking about intimacy and how, you know, it's like we can't we can't we need we need people to get in their relationships to a level of intimacy where they can kind of help each other mm -hmm. uh, instead of uh, the level of insecurity. I think that is going on in a lot of relationships. Oh, most definitely. And I think that comes with learning how to effectively communicate and not project your feelings and your storyline on someone else, but also Ooh. looking in. Ooh, I done projected my feelings and a, a storyline and an arc <laughs> on a whole bunch of people. <laughs> All right, Bianca, thank you so much for, for hanging out and responding. And, um, um, you know, you got my you got my info. I would love if, if you have a book or anything else coming up, please, uh, let, you know, in front of the show. Um, and keep those videos coming, okay? Cool beans. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Cool beans. Cool beans. I, I love it. it right? I love it. <laughs> All right, uh, Bianca L. Gibson uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, she's a, a very, very interesting uh, individual. She's using. Is she taken? I mean, would oh, you I don't. Want... I, don't, I, I don't... mean, is she somebody that maybe you would 
be interested in exploring. Oh no, a she's bit. very beautiful. Yeah. She, she lives in Ohio, though. I mean, what am well, I doing? why not explore a nice long distance relationship Ex- with a beautiful woman? I'm already frustrated as is now. I, look, I do feel like it would be great for you to be with someone who is psychologically sound, yeah, Ooh, and that's, mature. That's good. Yeah. Psychologically sound and mature. Yeah. Hmm. And long distance actually can work when you really think about it. Hmm. I mean, it can. It's not ideal, but it can work. I, no, I like that. I like that emotionally mature. Emotionally, what you say? Psychologically sound. Psychologically and sound. And emotionally mature. Woo! <laughs> now you're speaking my love language. All right, listen, we'll continue move this conversation forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580.